Systematic. Systematic. Recorded in Humble Park, Chicago. Systematic Podcast. Hosted by Twin Sisters. It's a magic podcast. Alexis and Samantha. Just in case your friends ask. Systematic Podcast. Hey, welcome to Systematic, the show about politics, pop culture, and, and sisterhood. sisterhood. We're your co-hosts. I'm Sam. And I'm Alexis. Thanks so much for tuning in today, and thank you to anyone who took the time to listen to our pilot episode, and to anyone who reached out with words of support or positive feedback. We really appreciate it. Um, Like we said before, you know, it's just me and Sam um, doing this project. We're putting all of the time and resources that go into this podcast are, um, you know, from our own pockets. So all of the words of support and love from uh, the community really makes a huge difference to us. Okay, so for today's episode, we had the pleasure of sitting down with two badass bitches. It's a really good interview with the amazing Tatiana Hazel and DJ Chava. I think we touch on a lot of like really important topics. Um, yeah, a lot of personal topics. Yeah, so we're really excited for you guys to hear that. Um, before we get to it, we just want to touch base with you all about some things that are happening in the world. So do you want to talk about politics first? Is there something that um, on the top of your mind you want to discuss this week? Yeah, I think it's really important that we continue to talk about and raise awareness on what's happening with the upcoming 2020 U.S. Census. What's the census? Yeah, so the census is basically a national headcount that happens every 10 years. It counts how many people are currently living in the U.S. and it gets other, collects all sorts of other demographic info too. Gotcha. I knew that. I was just asking in case other people didn't know. Okay. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, but but yeah, so the Trump administration has been trying very hard to add a new citizenship question to the U.S. Census. That question would essentially ask, are you a citizen? Yes or no. That sounds unnecessary. What effect could that have on people's participation? Yeah, so it could have a huge effect on the, the amount of people that participate. Um, basically, adding that question makes people uncomfortable and it increases the chances that less people are going to participate, especially in minority communities, immigrant communities, and in states like Illinois, California, Texas, Florida, etc. So you're saying that adding the question will like deter people from participating and that could like result in like a misrepresentation and undercount of like the actual people living there. Yes. And in addition to the undercount, not having our numbers equally represented in the census or accurately represented, it also poses a threat to how much funding states like Illinois get um, from the federal government to provide services to vulnerable populations. And it um, can threaten how many members of Congress we have representing our states, whereas states like Utah or Montana or something could get an additional representative added to their states. So they get a larger voice while our voice might be suppressed. Is there something that we can do or like what what should we be aware of? Yeah, so the Supreme Court actually just ruled on this question last month in the end of June and they said, yeah, we don't think so, buddy. Um, try again. You have no grounds to add this question. Um, but of course, the Trump administration gives no fucks about preserving our democracy and it doesn't have respect for the rule of law. So they're currently trying to look for any loophole they can to add this question to the U.S. Census. Trump 
even said that he might sign an executive order to add this question. So this is really still ongoing. Fingers crossed that they just give up and don't add this question because it's ridiculous. But we'll definitely keep you all posted on any updates that happen in the next few weeks. And regardless, we need to make sure everyone participates and all our families and all of our friends participate regardless of if there's a question or not because we won't let them suppress us and erase us. Yeah, so definitely keep an eye out on our Instagram page. We will post updates on that topic as as things progress. Okay, so let's get into pop culture. Are there any topics that you want to touch on real quick before we get to our interview? Yeah, for sure. So we're recording this on Sunday, and uh, recent update, the U.S. women's soccer team just won their fucking second annual World Cup championship against the Netherlands. So wanted to, like, shout out that whole team of just, like, amazing female athletes that are just, like, really showing the whole world, like, what we're capable of. And um, also wanted to highlight Megan Rapino, who's the co-captain of the team, and who's just, like, a badass, like, inspiring athlete, but also a really outspoken social justice advocate and ally. And she's, like, but definitely been, like, really outspoken on different intersectional causes. She was the first person outside of football to kneel in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. Um, in protest against police brutality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. She also is like really outspoken, like against like FIFA and how they treat like their female athletes. And right now, FIFA, the women's team, is suing FIFA for like discrepancies in like pay rate. Yeah, gender pay inequality. Yes. So just like shout out the whole squad. Shout out Megan. Yeah. No, I, Megan is like the perfect example of like what it really means to be an ally, right? Because being an ally doesn't just mean like standing up or speaking out when it's convenient to you like being an ally means like really like using your privilege to when yeah, like putting she, yourself at risk like making mm-hmm. yourself vulnerable for criticism yeah she doesn't need to go out of her way to like say these things that like make her a target but like she does because there are issues that she cares about you know she could just be basking in the glory of her like ascension to the cha- to the you know world cup title but, but like instead, she's, she's like, using, using the her, moment yeah yeah she's like using her platform to elevate voices and elevate people and causes that need that attention so yeah she's great i'm happy for them i agree i hope that they win the lawsuit yeah definitely we should definitely keep tabs on that too yeah we'll keep you guys posted for sure In the future, we definitely want to take the time to dive deeper into some of the topics and themes that we're covering. But since we are featuring two guests in this episode, we wanted to keep things brief and make sure we left time for that conversation to unfold naturally. That being said, if you are fucking with the content so far, if you're fucking with the vision, leave a review or a rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. And that makes a huge difference. It really increases visibility and encourage other people who are unfamiliar with the podcast to tune in. So that is greatly appreciated. Yeah. Also feel free to share on your social media and just like keep up with us on Instagram, systematic underscore podcast. Um, We really want to hear from you guys too. So like dm us like let us know what you're thinking let us know if there's like topics you want us to talk about or people you want us to interview we really want to hear from you and like include as many perspectives as possible we're trying to build a community so we want to include your voices and if you're not on instagram also feel free to email us yes systematic podcast at gmail.com so without further delay here are this week's guests
here with Tatiana Hazel and DJ Chava. What's up, guys? What's up? Hey, it's what's so up? weird. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming. This is our first episode, so honored. Yes, very honored. <laughs> our honored guests. Mm-hmm. Do you guys? I'm like, yeah. Do you guys want to start off like for people who might not know you? Like, I don't know. Well, we can do like a little like we can introduce them. Yes. So yes. yeah, because I, I should do that. that. No, we should. Yeah. Hello, so we got I am two esteemed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who I am. <laughs> Ask me to do that all the time. It's like it is awkward. So I'm sorry. Wait, Chavez. Some girl thought that I was you. The oh other yeah. Day. Really? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. I, we lyrical. were. Yeah, we were at the lyrical and made <laughs> summer smash. And some girl was like, "Oh, like, are you a DJ?" And I was like, "No." And she was like, "Oh, is your sister a DJ?" And I was like, "No." And she was like, "Who am I thinking of?" And I'm like, "Well, I know one other brown girl DJ in the city, and it was you who she was." Oh my god. And she wanted to give you um her acrylic nail set. So yeah, she's like launching like a line there that looked pretty dope. Look oh. out for her. Look out for So yeah, we got some. We got two badass women here in the room we got tatiana hazel who's just like multi-talented uh singer the fashion visionary yes it's just amazing musician amazing clothing designer all around dope badass bitch we got dj chava aka lily Lily. (laughs) liana right is that your yeah lillian um, yeah, badass DJ, you know, she just be traveling the fucking country, just bringing the tunes, <laughs> in the world, bringing introducing people to some real music, yes. some bringing yes. the vibes, vibes. the vibe creator. Okay, so <laughs> how do you guys identify yourself? Like, it could be like racially, like, you know, you gender, know. like, cause you're both mexican right mm-hmm. yeah i feel like i mean as a person i just identify as an artist before anything else um i think gender and ethnicity come second to me mm-hmm. um and yeah like my vision and my work is like in the forefront yeah, yeah. i agree with that 100 percent. like i always see myself as well i do care about my background a lot so like being mexican and owning up to it especially like during this time mm-hmm. i think it's really important for us to like really be proud of who we are but in addition to that like I feel like our work ethic and like you know our hustle goes first before like our gender like I used to play sports growing up so like it was always like are you good that's it it doesn't matter if you're mm-hmm. a man or a female like I would play basketball with guys all the time yeah, and like I would keep up with them you know so I think that's that's dope my you female hidden the Hitting the layups <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> hitting the threes, the yeah. throws, you know, the touchdowns. No. <laughs> you know? I know sports. <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah. That's the only sport I know, so <laughs> that's dope. So yeah, you guys both like work in the music industry in a little bit uh different ways obviously, but can you guys talk about like how you guys got into that? Like how did you start? Well, I've been making music since I was like eight or nine years old um yeah just started writing songs just kind of like venting and stuff and then when I was 13 I started posting uh my music to YouTube I would just do like acoustic guitar um original songs Mm -hmm. and I only started posting them because I didn't have my own laptop so I would record them on my sister's laptop and post them to YouTube just Mm -hmm. so I can access them and then I started gaining like 
thousands of views and I was like oh no (laughs) I think this is what I want to do for the rest of my life (laughs) and yeah just been doing it ever since did anyone was there anyone like that influenced you like I don't know did your parents like were they into music like your was did you like classes at school yeah my parents were just really supportive I was always into the arts um like I I did a lot of things before just doing music like I would always post my songs, but then I was really into, like, photography and painting, and they would always be all about that. Like, they were never forced me to do any, like, school activities. They were just like, yeah, whatever you want to do on your own is, like, cool, and we'll support that. And they bought me a guitar. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, yeah, I think I just kind of felt the need to do it. I don't know where it came from. (laughs) That's awesome. I took guitar classes when I was, like, younger and... It was really hard. <laughs> no, it is. It's hard when you're young to kind of like get into like yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just really like focus on that. Yeah. I tried to do piano classes and my mind yeah. was everywhere. But but like, some people, yeah, yeah I, th- I think I think that like that's really like, comes like naturally like to people or like you like you have like an ear for like music. Yeah. yeah. How did you get into it, Lily? Well, I'm like I didn't have like <laughs> Tati's been in it for a while. I've been in it for two and a half years and it all started with me um casually ox courting random house parties Mm -hmm. and I just love kind of doing like just being the ambiance like creating that vibe for everybody and getting everyone lit that was like my whole purpose I wouldn't even drink at these parties I would just give me the ox where's the ox like Mm -hmm. that was it and I would come back and I like I tell my mom everything so I would tell her mom like I was at this party, it was lit, da-da-da, like, I played gasolina, everyone was singing, whatever, (laughs) and she's like, oh my god, like, you should DJ, but her interpretation of DJing was being a wedding DJ, being an event DJ, Mm because she does events, she does catering, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, no, I don't want to do it, like, I don't want to be told what to play, I don't want to play Cat and I Joe, or, (laughs) you know, like, other songs that are, like, for weddings, and she was just like, all right, whatever, and let it go. And then as time went by, I was starting to, like, learn more about DJing and the craft of it and, mm-hmm. you know, the different DJs that there are, the hip-hop DJs, mm-hmm. the EDM DJs, whatever, like Steve Aoki, Just Blaze. Yes. Um, and I was just like, okay, like, this is something that, you know, I really like. Like, mm-hmm. they're really dope. They are really passionate about what they do. Um, like, let me try it out. Yeah. And I bought, like, a DJ board and just like practiced. like two years ago is that this what you're was saying? yeah like two and a half years ago mm-hmm. like I officially started like around when I was like tw- maybe nine a little bit over 19 sure. 20 yeah um and you was in the clubs and stuff underage we won't say we won't say um but no, I mean, I would just, like, practice for a really long time, and I had a lot of failures, like, in the beginning, mm-hmm. so I never really got to, like, doing clubs just yet. Mm-hmm. I didn't start doing clubs till like, last year, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, That's awesome, though. It took me time, you know, to yeah. get to that point. I mean, I feel like two and a half years is, like, a pretty quick, like, to what you have, like, accomplished in that yeah. time frame. Like, you just be, like, booked and busy. It's, like, busy. amazing. <laughs> yes. That's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> That reminds me of a question that I was going to ask Tati, because I was thinking about, like, what kind of, like, reflections, like, we should try and, like, dig up here, and I remembered the night that, it was, like, 
in 2017 it was mm-hmm. new year's eve and you me and sam were sitting at sam's house oh yeah <laughs> and how old were you in like like were you like 20 i was probably 20 uh, yeah because it was like yeah it was a- it, that was like a little bit after you had like quit your job right yeah, yeah yes yeah okay so it was new year's eve you were like 20 i think you had like recently left your job yeah and we're sitting there talking about new year's re- resolutions mm-hmm. and you were just like so like confident like my resolution like i know exactly what i'm doing i'm gonna launch my <laughs> oh clothing my line <laughs> i don't <And> remember <laughs> yeah she was so confident like she was like lit <laughs> i probably <Barely>. <laughs> maybe not yeah yeah she's like i know exactly what i'm doing i'm gonna launch my clothing line i'm gonna do this in music and blah 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 and it was like just at the beginning and mm-hmm. now it's like a year and a half later mm-hmm. and like you're doing all of those things that you set out to do yes. so i was thinking like that's some real like manifesting your dreams type shit so Mm -hmm. like what do you think has been key in like bringing your vision to life yeah well it's a lot of things um for me i get a lot of inspiration like from my parents and being like first generation like i've seen them uh you know my dad moved to chicago and raised our family in like an attic in humboldt park and then was able to build a home and like for me it was like every day he would tell us all these things he was doing I'm gonna build a house and this is what that's gonna look like and this is what like car I'm gonna drive and all this like Mm -hmm. all these things and they all happened and it was just like he just worked for it and for me it didn't seem like so like watching him do those things and live out like his version of Mm -hmm. like his dream I was like oh okay for me playing these shows and dressing these people and like going to these things seems so realistic and for them too like they were always like oh yeah like for sure that's what you're gonna do and so like I just never really thought about it as like an like I had these obstacles to overcome it was just kind of like this is what I want to do I'm just gonna keep doing like these little things to get there Mm -hmm. and then it's also just like a thing where it's like I don't really spend a lot of time reflecting I'm just kind of always focused on the next thing like once I accomplish something I immediately am like okay yeah whatever what's the next thing so it Mm -hmm. is kind of weird to reflect and think about like how quickly things that I've like wanted to happen have happened or also like how little satisfaction I've gotten from (laughs) things so far you know what I mean yeah Tati's so humble she'd be like oh yeah you know whatever I (laughs) make music I just played a show in like Barcelona and whatever like (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's really dope though like you can tell like how important like parents are like because there's yeah. so many people's parents especially in the creative field yeah. are like their first like roadblock to mm-hmm. like yeah. doing what they want to do yeah mm-hmm. they're always like restricting them especially because of like the culture or whatever mm-hmm. you know did your parents like have any like opposition especially like once you got more into like i don't know yeah like more like nightlife jobs and things like that did they no, it's actually crazy because it's kind of like the same thing. They've been nothing but supportive, especially because they know that, like, I'm really passionate about what I do. So they, like, respect me, let me do whatever I have to do to, like, do it. Mm-hmm. They know that they know that they raised me the right way, that I have, like, good, um, what is it called? Like, like I won't make a bad decision, yeah. you know? Good judgment. Yeah, good yes. judgment. And so, um, like, they, I come back at, like, 4 or 5 in the morning and you know they're completely cool with it they're like okay like they just know to wake me up at like 
later at time, you know? But yeah. Like, make sure you get your sleep, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have, Lily, I know Tati has a sister, or you have two sisters. Mm-hmm. Do you have a sister? No, I just have an older brother. Okay. So, I was raised, it was just me and my brother, and yeah. my family's very, like, democratic, where everybody's opinion matters. That's how they always That's raised nice. us. No one has voice over the other. It's always mm-hmm. like, let's vote on it. Who, like... That's it's nice. Dope. Yeah. My house, my mom just... <laughs> she shuts you down. She's like, no. She shuts everyone down. No, she's gonna listen to this. Love you. Love. You. Oh my god. Oh my god. You're like, I forgot. Um, <laughs> that's really dope, though. That yeah, that both of your families have been like so supportive. Yeah. And, so, like, like I know this is our. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we're interviewing you guys. Um, yeah. Fuck. Well, me and Sam share parents, obviously. Now our parents are like the most fucking supportive. Like, yeah. They're, like, crazy and were really strict growing up, but they're also just, like, want to brag about everything that we're doing. Like, yeah. When we're not there, yeah. they just want to, mm-hmm. like, yeah. play up everything. In our yeah, lives. they never, like, really said anything when I was like, I'm going to go to art school. They were like, okay. Like, I don't, yeah, they were like, sure. And are you guys first generation? Or? Technically? Yeah. Techni- yeah. Like, on one side, we're first. One side, we're second, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I was gonna. So I was asking about your sisters because I was gonna ask this question, but I'll like generalize it. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you can relate it to your sisters. But in general, like, what role do you think that like close like female relationships has played in like supporting you or like pursuing your dreams? Do you have like cousins or like just like that really close yeah. girlfriend that has always been there, or, or like, even your mom? Like you yeah. were saying. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely like my mom. She's always been like my number one. She's been been my rock <laughs> mm-hmm. but um yeah I was actually having a conversation with her the other day because I'm gonna move with Tati to California soon in August I Yay. didn't even know that you decided that <laughs> yeah and um, y'all are both leaving I know but I'm gonna do like split living I'm gonna be like here and back okay <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> but she um she was telling me a story of like because she's just like do it mommy like you know follow your dreams whatever do what you gotta do it's just like when I first moved to California, I wanted to work at this um, this one child care center and I didn't speak any English, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the friend that I was with was just like, no, don't apply. Like, you're never going to get the job. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even try. It's just like I went in there the next day, applied. They gave me that job on the spot, yes. you know. So she's always very, like, motivating, inspiring. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, she's definitely my rock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was really cool growing up in, like, a household where it was, like, mostly women, because also my dad was only home, like, two days a week, so it would pretty much just be us, like, running everything, so I never really saw, like, like, the, because also I had a close family and, like, not too many, like, friends and stuff, like, I was pretty, like, solitary person, so, like, from my perspective, it was just like, oh, yeah, women run things, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I wasn't really exposed to, like, patriarchy and stuff, Mm -hmm. like, as much as, like, I have been now. Um, or misogyny or any of that so that definitely helped a lot because I feel like that like my mindset is always just like equality and mm-hmm. uh you know I feel like maybe if I had grown up with brothers or something it might be different in some way or like mm-hmm. I just might have a different perspective but yeah my sisters are also in the arts like the older one is a bedding designer she studied mm-hmm. fashion design but she does bedding design now and then my middle sister does um she makes custom wigs and yeah yep. just seeing them like 
you know, pursue, like, they've always, they've been the same as me. When they were really young, they knew exactly what they wanted to do, and then they grew up, and now they do it for a living. So seeing that, I was just like, oh, yeah, like, same. I'll also go on to do exactly yep. what I want, like, for sure. So, yeah. That's great. That sounds so, like, yeah, sounds like you guys are very fortunate to have, yeah, like, really good role models. Yeah. yeah. Our mom, we were saying how she's kind of, like, she's definitely, like, the head of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, so my mom ran for, like, the state senate when we were, like, before we were born. She was in her 20s. Um, but so she's always been, like, really involved in stuff. And I mm-hmm. feel like, like, I had this sense, like, since I was a little girl, that was always just, like, women, like, mm-hmm. should be, yeah. like, leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't from, like, I hadn't experienced, like, sexism or anything yet. Exactly, so it was yeah. always just from, like, an innate feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On, I mean, since we were, like, kind of getting to, to that, I was curious, like, if you guys had, like, run into that, like, more, like, in the music industry and the industries that you guys are in, have you, like, ever experienced, like, misogyny or felt like someone was, like, treating you differently because you're a woman or because you're Latina or because, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, I mean, it happens a lot. Um less often now it's more about just finding the people who like respect you and your work as a creative and um now I have like a solid like for me it's like I I produced myself for so long because at in the beginning I was just a songwriter with me and my acoustic guitar so I wanted to find production and just everybody at first it's like if you have no credentials or experience it's just kind of like this 18 year old and like Mm -hmm. all people are seeing is like you know you're like a young woman and stuff and yeah it was just a lot of me meeting up with people realizing that their intentions weren't pure and then moving on and it was just really frustrating because I was just like oh will people ever take me seriously or Mm -hmm. you know and um so that was like a really hard uh thing for me but then so that pushed me actually to produce for myself because I was like oh men are all you know trash it was my that's not how I feel now (laughs) that's not how I feel now but after a lot of experiences that was like my perspective at that time so I was just like I'll just produce myself like you know fuck you guys so Mm -hmm. I did and that led to like um like a lot of success for me so then like from then I was like okay producing isn't my passion so now that I have these things to back who I am as an artist now people can like take me seriously or whatever and I can work Mm -hmm. with more men and they won't try anything because they realize like oh I probably shouldn't mess this up (laughs) you know but it 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 still happens and um it's just you just have to know how to navigate the situation know to never Mm -hmm. like the no one ever has like power over Mm -hmm. you and um yeah it's just uh isn't it just like I don't know just like frustrating like just like I mean it's just like shit that like men would like not have to deal with in the same way yeah I mean it's it's annoying to to show up to somewhere and like give someone your time and then you realize that their only intention was like something else Mm -hmm. you know and then it's just kind of like but then I always have the conversation like I don't I'm not a very passive person so Mm -hmm. I'm always just like hey like that's fine I can leave right now we don't have to finish this song but you know don't ever waste mine or anyone's time again Mm -hmm. and then it's kind of just like a karma thing and it's like 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 later in life they might be like oh I fucked up yeah we're being put in these positions it's our duty to kind of like call them out so they don't do that to any like Mm -hmm. other female in the future you know Mm -hmm. and like have you had ex- ex- like ex- yeah, similar experiences? Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole DJ scene is basically all like male dominated, right. and it sinks because, I mean, I mean at the same time, like there's like a lot of them support me, mm-hmm. which is really dope, and none mm-hmm. of them like really like bother me. Mm-hmm. But I had like this one promoter try to bug me, and he was like, "Oh, um, 
can you DJ at this thing? Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I'll get in to- contact with, you know, mm-hmm. this person. We'll figure it out. Like, just let me know the date, time, whatever. He's just like, okay, like, this guy's requesting you. He wants you to DJ. Um, he's just like, oh, and he wants a lap dance, too. What the fuck? And I'm like, what? Oh, and I just, like, went off on him. I'm like, hey, look, like, I don't know you like that. Like, we've never spoken in that terms. Because, like, sometimes, like, if I'm, like, if they're really, really, really close to me and we're, like, joking, like, I'd be like, ah, like, mm-hmm. but don't say that again, you know? Mm-hmm. But then I'm just like, hey, like, I don't know you like that. We've never talked like that. Like, don't ever say that to me again. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I promise, like, I won't say it again. Can you DJ? I'm just like, no. Like, yeah. And I want you to know that whoever you work with in the future to never, like, mm-hmm. treat them that way. Treat them that way. Yeah. And, you know, now he knows, you know? Yeah. Like, Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully he changes. And also on the other hand, like, because I, I hate speaking on stuff like this and, like, making it seem like, oh, it's so hard for women. Because it is, but at the same time, it's like I don't want to push that it's harder because mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, like I want to encourage more people to, like, pursue their dreams and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like I've been able to find a lot of producers that have I've showed up and, oh, like, yeah. they're super about my vision. I have a lot of creative control. They're very mm-hmm. professional yeah it's just like navigating um yeah yeah, there's always you know i think it's just like good people you know Mm -hmm. just like how you said before like Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter about the gender like i've gotten you know a lot of men supporting me a lot of women supporting me like Mm -hmm. it's just like you know good people will help each other Mm -hmm. you know yeah definitely yeah there's like for sure good people bad people people who don't know like (laughs) how to talk to you or how to respect you Mm -hmm. but that's the world and i mean yeah obviously like yeah you keep it moving find the people that like are looking out for you or are trying to work and Mm -hmm. i mean it's just like so many industries are like it's not just the music industry so many industries are have been male dominated for Mm -hmm. so long Mm -hmm. so like yeah we're like we're we're fortunate that there was like women before us that like really broke down like those walls for women to be even in certain industries in the workplace Mm -hmm. uh but we still like have like a long way to go before like power dynamics are are less apparent Mm -hmm. all the time and that's like it's up to us to to kind of like break more barriers on top of like the barriers that these women have broken already Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know so that's what i think about in every like scenario it's just like like we can't be passive we can't like Mm -hmm. let things go because Mm -hmm. we are afraid of you know somebody not wanting to work with us mm-hmm. we have to keep it going and keep it pushing and just you know i don't yeah. care like i'm gonna stand for our rights and like women and you know minorities mm-hmm. yeah definitely i actually i forgot to ask this earlier like how did you guys meet and like how did you guys start working oh together <laughs> backstage at a show <laughs> We're at a show, and it was funny because it was just, like, yeah, a bunch of dudes, and we were, like, the only, like, women there. Um, So, yeah, and it's kind of one of those things where, like, I don't know, you know how, like, men will, like, exclude women from conversations and stuff, Mm -hmm. and, like, yeah, so it was one of those, so we were just, like, hey, like, what's up, and then we started talking about how you were a DJ, and how I, like, make music, and Mm -hmm. I was saying, like, oh, I just released this song in Spanish, it was, like, my first self-produced song and stuff, and, um, and then, yeah, I think we just, like, couldn't, like, got, exchanged info, and then I, like, went to one of your sets, or something, that was, like, the first time we hung out, Mm -hmm. yeah, 
And then I just like always like loved Tati's music too. Once we got connected, I was just like, you know, she she's really passionate about what she does. Yes. And it's like really dope to just like have friends who will like inspire you. Yes. You know, because it's all about like inspiration between one another. Mm-hmm. And, like, that keeps you going. Yeah. Yes. Really dope. I agree. Yeah, Tati is like a huge inspiration to me too. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you both are for sure. And like, yeah, especially in me, like, like quitting, like leaving my job, like my nine to five. And like, Tati knows, like, I wanted to do that mm-hmm. for like a really long time. And like, yeah, Tati was like one of the people that I looked at. Then I was like, well, Tati's doing it. Like, I yeah. can do it too. Yeah. You're killing it. So you are. Trying. No, you're really killing it. <laughs> You've grown so much, like, so quickly. But it's something that's, like, long overdue, you know? Yeah. Always more room to grow. And, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I feel, like, the same as Tati, too. I'm, like, I do something, and then I'm, like, okay. What's, like, <laughs> next? Yeah. And, like, yeah, next. never. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Never, like, yeah, like, just completely. Like, yeah, I'll, like, acknowledge, like, yeah, things yeah, that I've done. But I'm always grateful. But yeah. you're, like, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always moving. Always going up. Do you guys, do you, like, haven't, like, what do you think about your approach to politics, basically? Do you, like, do you guys, like, care to, like, know what's going on? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, I think it's very important because for me personally, it's, like, I I care way less about politics. It's more so just, like, human rights, but yeah. the two are often intertwined, um, which sucks because it shouldn't be, like, voting based on people's, like, basic rights and mm-hmm. stuff, but that's how it been um and yeah i think it's really important to stay informed because i mean like we have so much power as like young people and i feel like we're made to feel as though you know our votes don't matter and everything mm-hmm. because um yeah so i don't know it's, it's like if we're given this platform where we have some type of influence i really want to use it to like steer people or just like spread my own beliefs but mm-hmm. at the same time i don't like really speak on politics mm-hmm. that often but it's just like um, like, I don't know, I believe in gay rights, so I perform at a lot of, like, queer events, or mm-hmm. things that are indirectly like that, where it's like, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna throw it in you your face, You performed at, like, like, the Women's, like, March or something, right? Yeah, so, I performed yeah. at, um, the Women's March, where, and then also, like, this, uh, Women's, like, Equal Voting, mm-hmm. uh, or Equal Pay Day. Yes. Um, yeah, where it's just, like, me, yeah, exactly, like, performing at events and things that I care about, mm-hmm. and I don't need to explicitly, like, be posting about my yeah. beliefs or commenting on it but it's just like I do try and support yeah mm-hmm. no 100% like we're like I said like I'm like I always like I'm such a firm believer on this but like we're being put in this position for a reason and like I'm DACA so like mm-hmm. I wasn't born here my um I was brought here when I was three years old so mm-hmm. like I feel like it's my duty because I in some way I have like rights I mm-hmm. guess but like, if, I, if there's something that I have the power to do, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it, you know? If there's something that I have, like, I can say that others can't because they're afraid that, you know, I might get deported or whatever, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. Um, and that's just, like, how I ra- was raised, too. Like, my mom would always, like, taught me, and my dad, too, to just, like, voice my opinion and not be afraid of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of it, like you said, like, I'm, I'm just for human rights in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not for, like, one religion is better than the other one mm-hmm. you know party is better than the other it's just like mm-hmm. be a good person <laughs> like, yeah. no definitely yeah so like i try to help 
the most that I can with the community too like and like Tati said like I don't like to throw it in people's faces Mm -hmm. because I'm just like this is something that we should do you know and Mm -hmm. I try to like lead by example not by you know just talking Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because like I did something over the winter with like a co-drive with save money Mm -hmm. and um, healthy hood Mm -hmm. and it was like really dope to just like be a part of that and just like you know it was like the least that we could be doing right yeah. yeah, I asked that question. I know that, like, right now, especially, and this is, like, this is just backed by research, like, the time we're living in is so polarized mm. politically and, yeah. like, so divisive, like, way more than we've seen, like, in, in decades. Mm. So it's not just, like, we feel like we are having a hard time as a mm. country, like, talking about things. It's, like, we're definitely having, mm-hmm. like, a really serious time, like, mm-hmm. um, just even getting along and agreeing and on topics yeah. so it's really hard so it's i feel like it's especially controversial right now to talk po- about politics and i feel you like i i always feel like suspicious of someone when they're like oh i love politics and like like i'm really interested in politics but like i do not love politics and it yeah. has yeah. <laughs> it has never like worked in our favor or mm-hmm. in favor of like communities and like everyday people so um i feel like like i'm interested in like knowing what like hearing what you guys think and Mm -hmm. especially like right now like more and more young people um i think and people of color are kind of like opening their eyes to the fact that like we need to be like involved in some type of way Mm -hmm. and like right now it it doesn't really matter like you don't have to be like you know working at like a a polling place or something to be Mm -hmm. political like you singing at an event is political Mm -hmm. or you like you know with like all of the fear and intimidation that is being like directed at like the undocumented community like Mm -hmm. you even like being out like living your daily life is Mm -hmm. like extremely political and brave so yeah 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 it's a crazy time we're living in guys yeah and then with society too you know obviously like twitter culture instagram culture like Mm -hmm. all of that like just using that to our benefit you know because i feel like Mm -hmm. like you could hear news about daca or you could hear news about i don't know global warming or whatever and you hear news about like kim kardashian's yeah latest surgery Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. like and people focus on something that's just right. like I think they just want to escape the mm-hmm. reality almost, you know? Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's really easy for people to like check out like especially like certain types of people that have certain like privileges um mm-hmm. because you know these things don't affect, affect them mm-hmm. and I mean like even like us like living in Chicago like mm-hmm. a lot of things that are happening in in the country like aren't things that are going to directly affect us so it's like yeah easy for people to check out like oh it doesn't like affect me but like mm-hmm. that's what they want like yeah. they want us to like not pay attention they to want us to like not care yeah yeah for sure like that's what they want so we can't let them win no. <laughs> I feel like social media like definitely plays a big role in that too like we look to social media for information like mm-hmm so many young people that's like their primary source of news Mm -hmm. and like we rely on that but like social media companies do not have an incentive to like actually inform us with quality information like yeah their incentive is like we want them to be on instagram as much as possible and like look at our ads and help us make money so they like show us kim kardashian or they show us something that's like shocking 
or um, entertaining or yeah like that's why like all these crazy people like six nine or like whoa vicky i don't know if you guys know the, like yeah, yeah. all the most ridiculous people get the most exposure because that's what keeps you on instagram instead mm-hmm. of like things that we actually yeah. need to know and even when you see things that you need to know it could be so crazy like yeah. the things happening um in sedan and stuff like mm-hmm. that and it's just kind of like people are almost desensitized to the yeah. point they're just like oh okay another day and like this mm. many people were killed oh but God, like, that's like that's so far removed from me so i'm gonna focus on the thing that's like entertaining to me you yeah. know and it's just like it kind of works in a weird way that way too where it's just like it mm. works to like it's like so pushed in your face that it desensitizes mm-hmm. you and you no longer like make an effort to like help yeah yeah it's hard i mean yeah it's hard because it can be like depressing at times mm-hmm. and like yeah it can i mean like yeah sometimes i can't even mm-hmm. like read the post specifically like about like the detention camps and like immigrate like i like can't even Mm -hmm. read them like fucked up because i see that and i think one of my friends said something one time and he's just like oh like you you guys should um repost this and i'm like yeah like i'll repost it for sure but at the same time i'm like what are we doing like Mm -hmm. i'm very some like i'm about like action you Mm -hmm. know over like verbal like like, performative like yeah like yeah for sure like i'll definitely repost it but Mm -hmm. like you can repost things and that's it you Mm -hmm. know you're like i did my duty i did what i had to do you know and it's just like but we're not doing anything about it Mm -hmm. you know we're not adding like when things are like we're not repost but like call that in the in the repost it's like call this Mm -hmm. number tell this person that and it's like how many of the people who share are really calling in Mm -hmm. and like trying to you know what i mean it's it's like or how many people just care about their how they're perceived yeah Yeah. you know yeah there's like a term it's called like slacktivism and yeah yeah yeah. about that like because and it's hard because it's like yeah there is like some value to it in that like yeah people should like be informed Informed. and especially if you like do have like a base or a following like yeah people could like know about it um which is good you never know how far that goes but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. i mean that rem- reminds me of like do you guys know when like taylor swift like recently made some like political posts oh, and it God. was like i'm not a, i'm not a taylor swift fan <laughs> i mean it's not a taylor swift fan but like this actually like i give her like her props because like so many people for so long suspected that she was like a trump supporter mm-hmm. or that she was like some crazy right wing like yeah she never talked about politics so Mm -hmm. people just like projected that onto her Mm -hmm. and during the uh, midterm election she like came out and made a post Mm -hmm. about like supporting whatever senator it was from her state i don't remember what state she's from yeah but it was like a really tight race and so she like made took that risk like Mm -hmm. you know she's not a political artist she took that risk like towards her career to like take a stance and And i think like voter registration like thousands of yeah she has huge influence yeah Yeah, that's like a really good example of like how you can use your influence Mm -hmm. to like you know when it matters yeah because a lot of people are just like focused on like making money and you know i'm gonna repost this drink Mm -hmm. because they're giving me money and that's it Mm -hmm. that's all they care about Mm -hmm. and it's just like you're using your influence to make people consume you know Mm -hmm. to become consumers of something that is like a temporary um like it fulfills you like temporarily Mm -hmm. you know rather than like talking about something that can change the whole world you Mm -hmm. know yeah no for sure and 
yeah, it's fucking, it's really hard. Because it's, like, I think, you know, like, everybody, like, should do their part. And, like, the little, like, ways that, like, we, like, can, like, try to help out. And, like, Mm -hmm. if people have, like, money, like, donate your money even. Mm -hmm. Like, if you, if it's a little bit. Like, like, put, like, that towards something that you care about. Um, But at the same time, like, do you feel like there's, like, because, like, as artists, like, you guys do have a bigger platform and like I guess you know there's people say there's responsibility that comes with that but at the same time like you shouldn't be forced to like Mm -hmm. not live your creative vision because Mm -hmm. you feel like you have like all of this responsibility you know it's like do you feel like there's like a balance because like you know artists like should be able to live their life like they don't you guys all shouldn't have to just be like on your soapbox all the time yeah which is how I feel that's why I said I don't like Mm -hmm. really like comment on things so like openly or all the time because I don't feel but I feel like when it's important causes I do but yeah I pretty much just make our I mean I'm pretty like openly for the gay community and like that's I've never thought about like oh what if I have people who follow me who are like you know homophobic it's like oh then they shouldn't follow Mm -hmm. me or they should and realize like oh maybe if this person whose music I like you know is into this like maybe open up people's minds more or something it's just kind of like me standing up for the things that I believe in regardless of like if that is someone's thing or not Mm -hmm. i don't know it just yeah being about what you believe in really it doesn't feel very like forced or like a responsibility it's just kind of like what i feel like i should do yeah yeah it's like our duty as human beings you know like i i do the same thing like i don't like to express that because like growing up i always hid the fact that i was like an immigrant because at that time i didn't have daca so if I would have said something, I felt like I was at risk of getting deported. Can we, like, talk more about DACA? Um, yeah, like, maybe we should, like... For people who might not know, like, what that, like, means. Yeah. Um, I'm like, do you want to explain? I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I sure. I so DACA was granted to me when I was, like, around 14 and 15. And it's granted to um, children of... Um, I want to say, like, just immigrant children Mm -hmm. or maybe, like... From other countries. From other countries Mm -hmm. who have lived in the U.S. more than, I think it was, like, 10 years Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. Um, It was... Oh, sorry. (laughs) Thanks, Tati. Mm -hmm. She was facing away from the microphone. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it was granted when I was 15, and basically it gives Mm -hmm. me the right to just work and travel within the u.s it's a two-year um it's a year two-year grant i have to renew it every two years and uh yeah i mean basically like i am a u.s citizen but i can't travel outside of the u.s if that makes sense and i don't have other rights within that like when i was trying to apply for college like i couldn't get fafsa Mm -hmm. or anything um, so it all had to come out of pocket, mm-hmm. out of, like, mine and my family's pocket. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what it is. So, in a way, like, it helps you, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like, you're not fully given, like, mm-hmm. equal opportunities as mm-hmm. a resident does. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think that we need to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do. I don't know. Let's just end on this. Um, shout out your handles or where people can, like, follow you. Uh, yeah. Um, get more information. It's uh, Tatiana Hazel on every platform. Easy enough. And likewise, I changed mine to DJ Chava uh, with an extra A. (laughs) 
dope. And we'll put we'll tag them in like the description right. and stuff. Cool, well, cool. thank you guys so much yeah, for being here. Yeah, thank you guys. I love you so much. We need to do it again. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, this has been Systematic Podcast with Alexis and Samantha. And Tatiana. And Lily. <laughs> and DJ Chava. Bye. Thank you guys. Just end. Okay, so you guys. I feel the pressure because we need to get out of the studio. Yeah. yeah.